Needless to say, I didn't need to rack my brain to come up with a topic for this week's video. Wow, what a time it is to be in our business. Most viewers have heard me say before I love my job because I'm always learning something new. I'm just not sure learning about COVID-19 and its impact is what I looked forward to learning. Well, we are here and whatever role we play in our business and our communities, we have a duty to do our part to stay healthy and not spread the virus. We must protect our fabulous healthcare system from being overrun. Keeping the health and safety of our coworkers and customers is a primary objective. Allegiance Title's thoughts and prayers are with those who have already been negatively impacted by the virus and its impact on what it's doing all around us. Now to address some processes that affect our customers. We are first encouraging e-closings and remote online notarization, known as RON. Fortunately, Texas passed legislation allowing for RON two legislative sessions ago. However, RON is still fairly new and not every lender and provider has embraced it yet. For those transactions where RON is not approved, we are implementing a hybrid remote closing. This is done by sending the closing papers to the clients electronically or if they don't have a computer by courier, then setting a time to go over all the papers either by phone, FaceTime, or if need be, Zoom meeting. After all questions are answered, the face-to-face -face closing simply becomes a time to sign in the physical presence of the notary, usually our escrow officer. The meeting will be short and sweet with limited contact for both parties. And for people worried about coming into our office, we are even offering curbside notarization. The parties can stay in their car, we can stand outside the car, watch them sign, and take their acknowledgments. For any face-to-face -face closing, we are asking only the signers to show up. The agents and lenders representing the clients are invited to attend by conference call. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, nor do I promise these measures will ensure protection of either the client or the escrow team, but we are trying to find ways to protect and serve. Everyone at Allegiance is prepared to work remotely if needed, but as of today, we have not closed our offices. Some team members are working from home as the situation warrants. And if mandated, we will all work from home without much, if any, inconvenience to your customer. Allegiance Title will keep all of our customers informed of any changes. On another note, as you are aware, with the interest rates at unprecedented low levels, the refinances have backlogged the lenders, appraisers, and title examiners. As a result, some closing dates are going to be missed. The big question is then, what happens when a closing date is missed that would not otherwise be missed but for the onslaught of COVID-19 and its impact? A couple of weeks ago, Inman News suggested the need for a coronavirus clause in the contract. In the legal world, it is known as force majeure. This is a concept in law that excuses a party from not performing its contractual obligations that becomes impossible or impracticable due to an event or effect that the parties could not have anticipated or foreseen. The problem with this is that no force majeure clauses included in our TREC promulgated contracts. In the absence of a force majeure contract, uh, clause that clearly specifies what events those are, 
we are then left with the common law contract doctrine of impracticability and frustration of purpose, which rarely results in excuse of performance. Instead of relying on the common law, I've seen a proposed addendum to be added to the contract that would define what constitutes an event or force, of, force majeure more clearly, and whether an event of force majeure would excuse performance or simply delay performance. Any such clauses or addendums risk unintended consequences or misleading interpretations. For instance, one person who asked me to read the addendum that was proposed for them asked if in her case the seller was relocating so he has his house under contract but now he's lost his job because of the virus. Is the seller excused under the clause from selling his home? These interpretations are risky. Think of the ramifications if that was interpreted as part of this clause. I don't have an answer for that. On the other hand, if the contract is automatically extended under force majeure clause with uh, limited interpretation, what does that do to domino closings? I mean the closings that are dependent on the first closing. Every contract along the way may need the same clause. After this video, I know people will ask me what a force majeure clause should look like, and I'm not prepared to give you a blanket suggestion. This is an area that really needs to be addressed by an attorney who represents a client on a case-by-case -case basis. To conclude this video, I am looking forward to spring, sunshine, flowers, new babies coming, and a community that is grateful for the kindness and compassion of humankind. This too will pass, and I am grateful to know that my life isn't in the virus's hands. It is in God's hands. Stay healthy.